Hey everybody, Paige DeMacos, Adonis Dees, and Luke Wright here for FRS Hoops. We are back after a surprising, and I use that word on purpose, surprising, oh. Oh shocking gosh. victory by the Houston Rockets last <laughs> night uh, over the Golden State Warriors. The series is now tied 1-1. We have two days without basketball. Thursday, Friday, no hoops. Saturday, we are back in action. So oh we, have to, uh, we have to talk about something, and what we're going to talk about is what happened last night a little bit, but not necessarily... The game, but more something happened in the game off the court. Mm. So, the the Warriors are losing by I think it was about 25 at this mo- moment in time. It's about three minutes and 45 seconds left in the game. Steve Kerr checks his guys out of the game, and Steph Curry is caught on camera <laughs> with a shit eating grin on his face. There's no other words to describe that look. So Adonis, I'll I'll let you go first. When you see that look in that moment, what does that tell you about this series overall? I guess guess there's a couple ways to go about this. One is probably the way you saw it, which is, ha, that's cute. You can go get your little one win. Another thing is, like, when you're playing so bad, sometimes all you can do is, like, laugh. laugh. For sure. So it's it's however however you want to take it, but I think those are the two sides that I I saw. Okay, Luke. I think I think this is him knowing that when he goes back to the locker room, Steve Kerr is probably going to yell at them. Yeah, and he's just he's just already he's, he's like that. He's wondering. He's, what, he's what like when you're saying. a senior in high school, okay, or college even. Uh, and you're just sitting there, and you're in your last class, and you and that professor is just droning on, and you're like, "Bro, I really don't care anymore. I'm graduating. I just really I, I just, I'm just here to get a C. Yeah, I'm just here to get my degree. I'm not. I'm not here for anything else. Y'all need to stop talking." Uh, that was a very good analogy. A lot of people also made jokes about the fact that Aisha was cooking up some good food at home, and that's what Steph was dreaming <laughs> about, because we all know Aisha throws down in the kitchen. But I think the overarching theme here, and not to delve too much into the interpretation here, but when I look at that, Steph is one of those players that doesn't get called cocky, but he is cocky. Oh, he's, he's, Steph, he's is ex- cocky. Steph is very cocky. He turns his back after he shoots a three a lot. He runs up and down the court. He throws his mouth guard around. He's he's like under undercover cocky. Right. He's not in your face as much as some other players. And I think this he's is... A, a big guy. Too. No, he's I feel a like small if he was, guy. Yeah. I feel like if he was physically like bigger... People would be like, oh, he's too cocky. I, I think people like it because he, he leaves his cockiness on the court for the most part. Yes. Like, normally, once he gets into press, like, yeah, pressers and talking to the media, he, yeah, he starts, you know, he will give credit to the other team. He sounds like he's, like, he's still a little kid. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you the see most him monotone person. You, you ever see him with Riley all the time, so like you don't want to get angry at him because yeah. Riley's so adorable. And, and she'll probably beat you up. Probably she's the a little feisty. She's eye point. Like, I'm yeah. looking at you. She does. Yeah, so drink it. So he's yeah. like the. He's just the perfect combination of cockiness on the court and just cool as a cucumber off. I think that's a really good point. I think yeah. that's probably why he doesn't get a lot of flack for being cocky because on the court he's very cocky, and I think that's the way I interpreted that. When I look at that photo, I'm literally staring at it on Luke's computer because last <laughs> night when that happened, there were so many great captions and memes that came from that photo last night. It was hilarious. The internet was having a lot of fun with that moment. But mostly, I think I look at it and I just go, I'm sorry, but I am Steph. 
I am stepping this moment because it's nice that the Rockets won one game at home. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice. It's great that they did that. But do you think do you think that Eric Gordon is gonna shoot like he shot in game two the rest of the series? Nah. Do you think that Clay Thompson's not gonna have double digit points? Nah. Do you think Steph's gonna shoot like he shot? They oh the nah. Warriors always do this. They always let one game yep. happen. For they the have Spurs. one of those games where they just don't. They don't shoot, shoot well. well. They don't they shoot don't well. They don't really try as hard as yeah. they should. Yeah, but I I saw four straight possessions when they were down, I think it was about eight or nine, where they made three or four extra passes that were just bad passes. Mm-hmm. And it looked like they weren't even trying. It looked like they had just kind of checked like, out. Draymond that game. was making like jump passes, turning yeah. the ball all over. It's like. Yes, that's not really Warriors basketball. No, they weren't. They weren't fully dialed in. But let me tell you something. They're going now. They're going back to Oracle. Okay, they're going to be playing at home in front of their home crowd, and it's very loud at Oracle. It's going to be hard to beat them there. It's going to be very hard to beat them there. The Rockets and the Warriors. Yeah, I think I think they win both games, and I'm sticking with my five game. I think it's a new gentleman sweep. I think I think it was very nice that the Rockets won one game. It's a formality. It's a formality because the Warriors are moving on. I think they win another game. You do? Yes. You I think th- they win one in Oracle or they win Probably one not. I think they win game five at home okay. and then lose game six in Oracle. Yeah. But at the same time, I do feel like this is the only team that can beat a Warriors team in a close game. I, I think out of every team in the league right now, if everyone in Houston plays their absolute best – they are able to get a win against Golden State. Yeah. It's not, you know, out of 100 times it might happen 5 to 10 to 15. Yeah. But I think they are one of the few teams that I can look at and say, this team has enough people and enough talent to where they are at least capable of taking a win off the Warriors. Yeah. So I think it is possible to see a seven-game series. I'm just not holding my breath. I'll hold you to that because I – if we get what what is likely to happen at this point, right? Mm-hmm. The, the Warriors move on, and the Celtics who are up 2-0 move on. I am very, very interested to see how the Celtics handle the Warriors in a close game. Because I think Brad Stevens, in a, in a close game situation, it's almost like the Celtics have become this, like, we're too young and dumb to know better. You know, they're, yeah, like, oh yeah, they, they're, they're just playing. They're just playing basketball, and they they're just playing better team basketball than anybody in the league right now. And I think it's going to be very. If that scenario plays out, there's a lot that needs to happen for that to happen first. We're obviously jumping ahead, but if that plays out, which I wanted to, because I want to see how Boston, who's played great defense as a team all throughout the playoffs, mm-hmm. handles the Warriors, and Boston, how does Brad Stevens prepare? Boston is a poor man's version of the Warriors. Boston is yeah. the version of the Spurs, yeah. I think, too. Yeah. I, I think I think that's fair. I think I they think, are the, the Spurs of the East. I, yeah. I think it's basically they try to do a lot of the same stuff as as the Warriors do with three-point shooting, as the Spurs did um, a couple years ago when they were a bigger three-point shooting team. Mm-hmm. And Brad Stevens is able to take the talent he has and elevate it. Yeah, like the Spurs, like Popovich. Yeah, yes. yep. and, and I think, unfortunately for them, if they do, if everything does happen and they do face off in the yeah. finals – in my opinion, as much as I love Brad Stevens as a coach, I just feel like you can't play the same style as the Warriors do and hope to beat them at it because yes. you're not going to outmatch that's, Curry. That's no, the one, no 100%. But I think he's smart enough to know that he can't do that. 
that's why that's why I'm interested to see how that series goes. All right. Al Horford. Yeah. It, Finals it's, MVP. It's, God, that would be amazing. Uh, I hope that happens. All of the old takes would happen if oh, uh, if the, if that happened to literally everybody in the NBA. Yeah. All right. The next next topic I want to get to here, guys, is uh, we all know that the Supreme Court. Uh, has allowed gambling as a national. They've removed that law. So now the states are going to be able to decide whether or not they want to allow gambling. We've already seen some states take measures to enact this already. We live in Arizona. Arizona has a lot of casinos already on native land. This could change very dramatically. The Suns play an arena named after a uh, talking stick (laughs) resort arena. The Coyotes play in Gila River Casino Arena. We have a lot. There's a lot of ties here to, Mm -hmm. to sports teams, but we'll keep it specific to the NBA. Adam Silver has been leading the charge. Uh, in professional sports. The NFL has been dragging its heels, desperately trying not to let this happen, right? Whereas Adam Silver has not only embraced it, but pushed it forward. So I want to ask you guys, put your fans' hats on for a second, okay? So, Luke, I'll go to you first here. As a fan, how does the potential of walking into an arena and being able to legally bet on a game, how does that change your fan experience for the good or the bad, in your opinion? So here's the thing. As someone who's grown up in Phoenix and can't even play daily fantasy, we're one of like two states that can't. <laughs> I'm still not convinced Arizona's going to get it. For sure. But for the other 29 teams yeah. across the league, um, if I'm a fan, I'm personally a huge 50-50 raffle guy. Okay. So if I'm a fan and I can come in and immediately drop 20 bucks for, uh, and take the money line yeah. for whatever team I, I think is going to win that night, my hype level of watching that game <laughs> goes up by five minutes. For sure. I will go to games that aren't even good just so I can bet on the other team and at least make a little – pay for my ticket and my food and maybe walk away with a few extra bucks. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm with you. I think that's I – think, I think it makes the 82 games – that happen a little bit more entertaining, yeah. especially in the regular season where you don't necessarily got to kind of buy into, you know, a Memphis Grizzlies Phoenix Suns game. Okay. Not much there. Not much there. Yeah. But if I can wager on it, now it's a different now story. You, you know who this helps the most? Who? The tanking. Yeah. Tank, yeah. Teams oh, that are yeah. tanking. That's how you get people in the door. You get them in the door so that they can bet 100 on Golden State to blow you out. Yeah, pretty much. The, For sure. The genius way to get people through uh, the door. Offer them like a $5 voucher on betting. Oh, that I think that's... Oh, that, yeah. and You're going to get everybody. In. For yeah. sure. And this is, you're talking jerseys, you're talking... I mean, you're talking across the board. This changes yeah. the game 100%. But Adonis, just keep it specifically to the fan experience. If you walk in and... Like you're at a horse betting track. Like yeah. You walk in and you can go to a window and say, hey, I want to put five bucks on the Phoenix Suns to lose tonight's game. Yeah. Like, how, how does that change your fan experience or a mobile app? I mean, me personally, I think I would like it, but I'm like a big – I want to keep it in moderation. Like, yeah, I don't want to get sure. way too involved in the betting part and, like, <clears throat> not watch the game. Like, yeah. I, I would rather – unless it's like, of course, like you just said, like a Suns-Grizzly game. Yeah. Where I really don't care about the game. And I that's probably a game I would bet on. But yeah, it like, makes it more entertaining. Yeah. That would be probably be the only reason I would even go into betting. That that far into betting. Like I think that. the the most surprising part of this is this is coming from an ESPN article that was written this morning that you can check out. Just go to ESPN.com. But if you read that article, the players receive fifty percent of overall sponsorship money, which is an insane Ooh. amount. 
insane amount. Melo might play about 10 more years. <laughs> <laughs> so you're talking about FanDuel and DraftKings and all these types of things. Now there's going to be more companies like that coming over the top with sponsorship deals. You're already seeing the NBA take a page out of the Premier League with the stuff on the jerseys, and you're going to see more of that, and you're going to see more opportunities for that. Yep. So listen, Adam Silver's a businessman. The NBA is a big business. What does this do? This is a business decision. Mm-hmm. And now he's got the law on his side. How long is it going to take before this happens? I don't know, but I think it's an interesting conversation to have because he is. He's the best commissioner. I don't think it's close. Food for thought. Yes. How long until we get the first point-shaving scandal? Ooh. Ooh. That's a hot take. You see a player get sponsored by Bovada mm-hmm. yeah. or Bovada. Yeah. And uh, they have, so they're wearing that patch. And, for sure. So I think so. I think this is where this happens. So and and Adam Silver bought like talked about this a little bit. So one, I don't think they would allow individual players to get sponsored by outside interests like that. I think it would, from a team standpoint, like you could come over the top and Bovada could be the official Phoenix Sun sponsor, mm-hmm. but they can't be Devin Booker's sponsor because from a jersey sales standpoint, it's not individual players. It's the team overall. Right. So I think that's how they walk around that. And I think if I if I trust anybody to make sure that this is okay, it's Adam Silver. Exactly. I think I think he will figure out a way to make sure that this is fine. And if re- he finds any any little piece of evidence that oh, they're somebody's point shaving or anything close to that, they're I'm, done. <laughs> I'm just saying the first time you see Steph Curry miss a free throw when oh, they're yeah. up. 10 in the and they they're minus 11. Yeah. I'm no, just I'm just for sure. I'm just I saying get it. it's going to happen. One I get it, but at the same time, the NBA already gets that already. Yeah. They already get it's rigged, the refs are in on it, Tim Donahue, you already have all that stuff. So, you know what it is like the only the only way I look at it now, it's all happening anyways. Why not make money off of it? And I think that's where Adam Silver is because listen, we know He is all about He money. we know the gambling is going on across the world. Everywhere, okay? Yeah. And specifically, we're talking about our country. Legally and illegally. Legally and illegally. <laughs> so whether the leagues and the and the government and our country want to make money off of it, you're either getting tax money from it or you're not getting tax money from it. Yeah. I think that's, that's where it is. And I think we finally kind of reached a point there where maybe it's going to happen. I don't know how long it's going to take. Any final thoughts, Luke and Adonis? I think that the Suns are going to pick Luca. Ah, because well, his name is it's Luka. topical, topical today because Luca said that he's not sure that he is entering the NBA draft yet. He hasn't officially announced. That's gonna hurt my feelings. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to play for the Suns or the Kings. First yeah. of all, those are both valid concerns, <laughs> but I just I feel I want to see Luca and Igor reunite in Phoenix, and I want I want the Suns to not be trash. That's a nice. That's gonna be a while. That's a nice thought that you have. Uh, the Suns. The Suns have a lot of. They have a lot of needs. That's a nice. It's a nice thought. thought. That you have. There's, a, there's a lot of needs uh, for the Phoenix Suns at this day. At this day, uh, this day specifically, they have a nice. They have a nice shooting guard, and that's about it. I, I they got Devin Booker, and that's it. about it. I didn't get to like go to playoff games and stuff when they were good. Yeah. So yeah. I just. I just want a good basketball team. Listen, we, dude. Neither I, of us have a good team right now. No. None of All us. Three of us. All three of us. We don't have good teams right now. No. Like, we have really, really oh, bad teams. I'm real sorry for the 
Los Angeles Lakers fan and the Jordan fan. <laughs> yeah. I'm real heartbroken for uh, you. Yeah, on that note, we're going to make sure Luke doesn't talk anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Adonis, any any parting thoughts? Um, I, I'm kind of excited to see where the NBA as a league goes as far as making money and just toppling over the NFL. I, I agree. <laughs> I, I, I want to see it. Three years NBA is the biggest league in the world. Three years. I give it five. I the, think, the I, think NBA, I, bet, I think that's the range. Three to five before before the NBA becomes ratings wise yeah. and sponsorship deal wise uh, before it becomes like that. And I think the the most interesting point to what Luke just said: the Carolina Panthers just sold for two point two five billion, right? Mm-hmm. The Los Angeles Clippers sold for two billion. Three years ago now? Mm-hmm. So I think that says a lot once you start valuating franchises as these leagues continue to grow, or at least as the NBA continues to grow, that's what I'm paying attention to. Mm-hmm. My final thought is Nike's releasing three limited edition Michael Jordan jerseys. <laughs> oh, my God. Everybody get out there and get them. Adonis already said the black ones. They're, they are the best. They are. They're the best They're ones. special. They're very special. They're the best bull jerseys. Uh, but everybody, you should follow FRS Hoops on Twitter, at FRS underscore Hoops, and on Instagram uh, for all the content that mostly Luke and Adonis are doing and occasionally, uh, occasionally myself. So, uh, guys. Thanks for joining me, and uh, we got two more days without basketball. Good luck uh, finding something to do.